Hello, welcome to another episode of Honest Conversations. This is your host, Tammy, and I am joined today with a very special guest who uh, will introduce themselves later. But I want to start with just introducing you to the topic. Today, we're going to be talking about religion and spirituality. We're going to get very honest about our experiences with religion and spirituality over time. Um, We're going to discuss a little bit about maybe some of the challenges that we faced and even some of the ways that we've benefited from religion and spirituality. But yeah, we'll we'll get into that. So first, let's introduce our guests. Uh, I'm joined here today with Gerard St. Hilaire. So Gerard, go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself. Yes. um, All right. So the name is Gerard. Um, to some, Joffrey, um, and I am, I just am, no, I, <laughs> hey man, I'm just a young man who's just, you know, living life on purpose and, and mm. trying to really, um, help others do the same. Um, I used to consider myself to be a missionary, uh, with a connotation of someone who likes to, to leave, I guess, their home base and then go all do go do all this good stuff in other places um but these days i just see myself as someone who is questing um yeah simply that and we'll talk about some of the schooling and stuff later i guess <laughs> well why don't you share <laughs> say right now <laughs> okay so i um i have a bachelor's in finance uh as well as um uh, I guess with a minor, uh, with that bachelor's, a minor in hospitality management and uh, education as well, and a master's of divinity or master of divinity. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. So, yeah. yeah so Gerard <laughs> has some educational background on this topic, uh, which I think mm-hmm. will really help in our discussion. Uh, so we're going to start with a little icebreaker, Gerard, mm-hmm. before we jump into our okay. main topic. Mm-hmm. So finish this statement. If you really knew me, you would know. Hmm. All right. If you really knew me, you would know that I'm genuine. Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> and, and, um usually available no i don't usually the time typically always available for you um so yeah you know that i'm I'm genuine and um and i'm saying that because people have told me that like i don't Mm -hmm. go around me like i'm a genuine but people have have told me that i'm like okay Mm -hmm. and um i really try to make myself available to people too so Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I can attest to that as oh, cool, cool, cool. Um, fun fact, Gerard and yeah. I went to college together, undergrad yeah. at UCF. And Glory days. Yes. <laughs> CSA. CSA. See bullet bullet. So I I can yeah. I can back that up and say Gerard is wow. a very genuine person. Appreciate you. So we will go ahead and jump into hmm. our discussion. So let's start off with just um, identifying, you know, where we stand. So how do you identify religiously and what has been like your background with religion? Yeah, yeah. Um, these days I see myself as a religious quester. 
uh, yeah, just someone who's questing, which means, you know, you're, you're continually um, taking in and receiving. You're not boxed in to even the things that you may have, you know, mm-hmm. grown up learning and things of that nature. But you're just open to where um, God or the creator is, is, uh, is leading you. And um, you're just wanting intimacy uh, with him and with others you know, mm-hmm. and even with yourself mm-hmm. so that's where i'm at right now um i still am in proximity to the faith that i grew up in um, which is um christian seventh-day adventism mm-hmm. um yeah i guess was was born into that my my parents they kind of grew up in in it as well extended family uh grandparents to um my voice uh, grandparents too uh yeah so just really yeah grew up in that had my own religious awakenings and reckonings as, t- as time you know progressed mm-hmm. and stuff like that um so yeah that's just a, some background mm-hmm. on that so okay yeah. um so for myself mm-hmm. i I don't know. I don't know how I identify religiously today. I, I would say I can say yeah. like I'm a Christian. Yeah. But so like Gerard, I grew up in the Seven Day Adventist faith. Um, my father mm-hmm. is Seven Day Adventist and raised a Seven Day Adventist, but my mom. So both of my parents come from generational Seven Day Adventists. Oh. Um, and then for those who aren't familiar, we also we say SDA for short. Yeah. Seven Day Adventist. Um, so both of my parents come from SDA background, but my mom does not identify as religious. So I grew up in a household where just my father gotcha. was SDA. My mom was not religious, um, but my dad raised us as Seven Day Adventists. Gotcha. Um, and then, you know, uh, like Gerard said, I've come to my own kind of conclusion. I've had my own like journey with religion over time, yeah, yeah. Um, which we'll kind of talk about later. But as of today i i would say i'm still in proximity to yeah. sda but right. i don't know if i still would call myself yeah. i don't know it's weird yeah it's weird. i feel you, I feel you. <laughs> i'm right there with so, you uh so okay we so since we both grew up seven adventists and as we know a lot of times when you're a child brought into a religion you may not necessarily have like uh, the deepest connection to it or you may not fully mm-hmm. understand but you're doing it because your parents brought you up into it but when was the first time that you yeah. actually had a religious experience or like felt yeah. connected to religion yeah um hmm. you know when i think about this question it's, it's like my mind takes me back to when i was first baptized mm-hmm. but I don't really, I think that was just some, um, um, like a in the moment maybe yeah. type of vibe. Um, but but the time that I really look back and I could say like, yo, something happened there. Mm-hmm. I remember it was AY, and I'm sorry, for those who don't know AY, <laughs> it stands for like Adventist Youth. So it's like a kind of a program that happens like typically sometimes Friday nights, depending on your church or Saturday afternoons. Mm-hmm. And it's just a program geared to youth. So basically we were in an AY and they showed the truth behind hip hop, <laughs> right? And when they showed that, I remember like being there and like understanding that this was high school, mm-hmm. um, understanding like 
you know, what was being said, blah, blah, blah. And like going home and doing something about it. That was the first time I think I ever uh, could remember like doing something like mm. about what I received. Mm -hmm. Like I went, I threw away all my CDs. I was on that <laughs> East Coast. I was on that rap. And I just, I just tossed all my CDs. I remember my friend trying to go into the woods. Like, what are you doing? Trying to get, <laughs> he was like, bro, what you doing? Trying to get the CDs. And um, it's so funny how like, I threw them away at that time, but then, like, later on, I, like, went back to listen. It's so funny how this stuff... But, yeah, that's the first time I think I remember some type of religious awakening or something, mm -hmm. you know, me, me, some action mm -hmm. happening, yeah, mm -hmm. high school. Um, I think... So, I, I remember when I was about to... And I guess you would think that would be the yeah. time when you would I have a connection yeah but i don't think i really fully understood that I it know was I just <laughs> right it was like okay that's what this is what my dad wants to do and, yeah. and then i was taught that well do you, if you die before you get baptized you you're going to hell so you better do it now right, right, um, right. <laughs> so i i can say i did not have a connection to religion at that time and i think mm -hmm. i was like probably 11 or 12 or something mm. but um i think the first time that i sincerely and i'm not i don't think it was religion i think it was a connection to god more so mm -hmm. and i think i first felt the start of that when we were doing um I think we were in no, we weren't in high school. We were in college. So remember when we were doing the, oh, the, the youth uh, programming? Youth councils, yeah, yeah, youth yeah. Council. Oh, that was a special time. Ultima special Church. time. Special time. Yeah, and that was the first time I felt like a sense of purpose. Oh, that's um, for God. Like I was uh, doing something yeah. that you know was within my yeah. like skills. Like yeah. I felt like I was using my skills for God and. And there was a there was a connection there. It was like sure. the start of a connection. That's what's up. Uh, but when I was in grad school, mm -hmm. that was when I really felt right. God. Mm -hmm. um, I heard God's voice. Um, I saw my prof professional mm -hmm. purpose, which I mm -hmm. also aligned with my with spirit my spiritual purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. Like it all made sense. Yeah. It was like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to be this doing. Life. This is what God <laughs> brought me here for. Um, so. so that was the first time I felt, but that was more so a connection to God than it was religion. It's religion per se. Per se. Gotcha. Man. Yeah. So, you know, these days yeah, wow. we hear. You took me back for a second. Oh, to, yeah, you just took me back just to like that time where we used to do those programs and stuff. And, um, mm -hmm. It also had an impact, you know. I, yeah. I can see how that, like, yeah, it, it, was, it was, it was, it was a special time. Yeah. And, um, it's crazy how God put all those components together. Right. At that, in that moment, you know? Right. And it was something I did not ever see myself like, which is, being which is nuts. Of. Like, right. and, and, and the crazy part is that your role was so pivotal and key. Like, it's, mm. I don't think that things would have went the way they did. Mm. I know they wouldn't <laughs> if you weren't there. So... <laughs> Praise God mm. for you saying yes, yeah, yes yeah. to a God, you know, that had asked you to do so. There was, a, there was a lot that came out of that. Yeah. And it was more than just the programming. Yeah, for sure. It for like sure. helped to repair mm. the relationship, mm. the very hurtful relationship that mm. I had with church. Wow. Um, but we'll get to wow. that later. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> so, okay, so we, well, maybe we should just kind of go there. Trying to scoop it out right now? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what happened? So, okay, let's talk about like yeah, our yeah. journey through time. Like, okay. how was your relationship with church, religion, faith um, mm-hmm. changed over time? Yeah, man. Um, if I can go back to high school, to that moment where things kind of seemed like, mm-hmm. oh, I did something. Um, yeah, I think I was just on this conveyor belt of <laughs> religious um, like living in, in that you're, you're just you're just following stuff because, mm-hmm. you know, like you, you grew up in it um, and you think this is the way. Mm-hmm. So you, like for your average, probably SDA, um, you go to church on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And then throughout the week, you know, you just do you. You know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> like, that's, the, that's probably your average. Um, so when I, let me see, when, when I, um, the, the crazy part is that I kind of shifted when I went to visit. I used to be a part of a fraternity. Mm-hmm. And the the crazy part is that I, because as a good old Seventh Day Adventist, you don't do things on Friday nights mm-hmm. for the most part. So I remember when I was a uh, part of the fraternity, we went away. Um, we went away for a weekend. It was like a, a party weekend, whatever. And basically on Friday night, I went to the Adventist group at the college, and there was a someone there who used to be a part of the fraternity. Mm-hmm. And basically, I had on the letters. And then he 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 did like the gr- the the grip or the handshake the secret handshake mm-hmm. whatever, and then he was like I'm gonna, I'm gonna you know talk to you about it after he's like I'm not with that anymore or something like that and I was like okay I don't remember what he said after I just remember the Holy Spirit was just talking through buddy and um, it was just crazy like from that moment on from that moment on I saw myself kind of like I took a pivot and I was like huh. What, is, what have I been doing? Like life, like what is what is this? Like, even though like I kind of had a more works oriented type of mindset, like it's still like the, the way how I think a lot of SDAs kind of do stuff really works oriented. It kind of trickled into even me um, wanting to go after God personally. So I started to pursue that. Kind of left some things behind. Um, at that moment and kind of started a new chapter and I got rebaptized, got introduced to the church that, um, that you grew up in, uh, Altamont and, and started doing some, some like ministry stuff there. And I think I st- uh, a couple years later I went to Canvas and that helped. Canvassing is, um, when you go door to door and you're like, people give you a donation, you give them like religious books or health books and stuff that helped too. That really helped to be like, this is real like people just be like no i don't want you i don't want you stuff and it's like but this is good stuff like and then that same summer no that was like 12 years ago 10 or 20 um 11 years ago i i went on a mission trip to kenya um and when i went there and was preaching they gave us these sermons and i was preaching um it was like man this is like crazy like i'm standing like in between people and god it was kind of heavy it was just like Man, people are rejecting and people are like going with it. Some people, you know, they got baptized and stuff. And I was like, I didn't even really know like everything I was really saying and doing. And I was just like, this is kind of nuts. Um, yeah. 
And even before that, I went to this conference, GYC, and all of these things happening at the same time, like really helped me to, um, I guess, become more serious about God and um, being the leader at the at, U, at our um, the campus Advent group, which is the Adventist group on campus at UCF. That helped too, like all these different things. Like, it was mm-hmm. just like, okay, this is real. Mm-hmm. Had some falls, had some mm-hmm. had some uh, some some low moments um, where I kind of turned my back against God and uh, did my own thing. God came through, saved me, being super vague right now, but because of time, <laughs> because of time, um, God came through for your boy. Um, and I think the, a shift, another shift happened when I went to live in Korea as a missionary. I was out there for a year and I actually wanted to end my life while I was there. Um, yeah, that's a whole other podcast. Um, wanted to really just stop living, um, because of different things that, you know, be careful what you say to your kids, but, Mm -hmm. um, different things that the, the, the enemy or the devil brought back to me and I was just isolated and alone. And I remember going to the top of a building, like I'm good to jump. Like how would this look as a missionary here? You, you know, but, um, God just kind of took me down. I don't know how he just grabbed me and I felt, I just felt myself come down. Mm. Um, and he just shared with me how fearfully and wonderfully made you are. Mm. And it doesn't matter what anyone has said to you or whatever, you know? And so from that moment on a couple years ago, that's where it really became real, you know, so much so that I started going by, going by my middle name, Joffrey. Like I was like no longer Gerard. Um, and uh, it was just a whole experience. So from that point on, I think I've had some other moments where um, God has just revealed himself even more to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, with religion, I've still always been tethered to Adventism. Yeah. Um, I think about a year ago when I, um, I graduated from the seminary, the Adventist seminary, and I saw how political that was, and even with getting a job and, mm-hmm. and having jobs, losing it, and 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 just like that really spoke to me. Um, it took me a while to understand what happened there and understand the hurt in that situation um, of not getting a formal job as a pastor. Um, and it was it was really interesting. So that's kind of been like the journey. Some things have been left out, but that's mm-hmm. kind of been the journey um, spiritually and also with religion. So it, it's, it's allowed me now to just be in proximity to you know i went to a church today um proximity to adventism but through my own studies and and just god like I, i'm not sure if i can say like i am a mm-hmm. and you know knowing that everyone like heaven is so crazy like it's going to be open to a lot of people yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. um and but yeah yeah that's 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 some of that for the journey Oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, we might have to do a part two. <laughs> we might have to do that, man. I'm down. I'm down. Um, so with my journey, I so it started off um, going to, you know, going to church. Like my yeah. dad, yeah. me and all my sisters, yeah. um, you know, it was like we had we had to go to church. It wasn't gotcha. like a choice. Yeah. And and I, I hated it. Mm. Um, I did not feel connected there I it was just like boring and I I kind of like although I'm thankful to my dad introducing us to God and religion I also kind of resented the way Uh, that he introduced it it felt like a chore it felt like something I was 
forced to do and so therefore i didn't have like the best relationship with it and then it was like every friday night it studied uh, the um, shut down time <laughs> and then you know what did it what do you call it the thing that, that you have yeah, to study is that the quarterly the quarterly yes, whatever Sabbath school, school lesson yep, yep, yep. and it it was just it would i dreaded mm. a lot of these oh my gosh. things that were connected to being yeah. seven day Adventist, and um and then when it came to like church i i just couldn't connect with the people there i didn't feel like i had like friends i felt like i don't know i just felt like a shell in mm. church a lot of times and where school yeah. was like a completely different thing like i was very involved with sports um had my friend group and and i felt validated mm. at school and Ooh. spaces outside of Dang. church but I, in church yeah <laughs> i felt like I just don't connect here, yeah. which then in turn became like a reflection of how I felt about God. So like, I don't feel seen or connected in church. So then maybe then I'm probably not seen or connected to God, or maybe this is what God is like. Like I was seeing God through the lens of this church experience. Yep, yep. Um, so, and that was kind of my life until I got to college. It, so for a very long time, I was yeah. just, going through the motions of church and religion without any genuine connection um when i got to college i would say like my friendship with you was kind of like the yeah. start of me finding myself in this oh, wow. space of yeah, yeah. you know church and religion and spirituality right. um and then when i got to grad school as i said earlier that was right. when i saw like myself in god and it was like Beautiful. right it was like this I'm hearing God, I'm feeling God, I'm having these very deep spiritual experiences that were very separate um, from from church and, you know, the structure of religion. Um, and then my work in mental health uh, was definitely, you know, a connector, built my spirituality. I was witnessing things, I was hearing things from clients that were just like, it, it was like I would hear God through my work with clients. Oh, wow. Or things would happen in sessions where it, there was just no other explanation yeah, but yeah. God. Right, and right, right. so that was a whole thing. Um, and then now with the space that I'm in now, um, the pandemic kind of changed a lot. Mm. Um, I, I think I kind of reached a space where I was like, all right, I'm good with God. I kind of repaired a lot of my religious wounds um, from the past. And I'm kind of good with church. I'm going to church. I'm, you know, yeah. it's cool. I'm not like super connect. I've never had that like super connected thing with church, but I found a church where I was like, all right, I'm good with coming here. Gotcha. Um, and things were cool. But then when the pandemic happened and we couldn't go to church because things were shut down i had time to really sit and think and realize like this is not where i want to be like this the specific church i was going to um there was a lot that happened you know when george floyd uh murder gotcha. happened right. yeah, and then yeah. i really started to i started to look at everything sideways like it became if you're not about black lives matter if you're not about to um, advocating for these issues, right. then you're against us. And 
I don't want anything to do with you. And, oh. and I felt that way about the church I was going to at the time because they were not speaking clearly about these issues. Mm. They were not doing anything at the time yeah. to advocate for these issues. And I've seen them advocate for things mm. in the past, other issues. But when this issue was happening, like I wasn't hearing anything. Gotcha. And yep. Yep. I was like, I don't want anything to do with this church anymore. I'm done. Wow. And I was done with everything, like religious wise. And mm. because it, it, and that was a conversation that was going on. Like where, what's the role of the church in, right. in these social right. justice right. issues? Right. Um, and I'm not saying that every church, you know, was sitting on the sidelines right. a lot. There were churches that were, of course, the black churches were out there, but all these other churches, like what? What do y'all, what, what is your purpose? Right, you right, know, right, right, like so. if not to fight for the rights of people, like right. what are we doing here? So I had this whole thing where I was just, and then when you, then you look into the history of Christianity mm. and how it, it, it was part of colonization. Mm. But, so I really had to take a pause and I was questioning like, what is the root of this thing that I've been involved with since I was a kid? Like, hmm. was this even created for people who look like me, mm. you know? And so anyway, I, um, I stopped, I wasn't going to church and I started to connect with nature. I was started to spend my Saturdays going out skating in oh, outside yeah. on yeah. the trails, yeah. um, going running and just being outdoors. And that was my way of connecting with God was, which could be a whole episode in itself, the things yeah, that were revealed yeah. through that. Yeah. Um, but just reconnecting with nature. And so I'm in this state of like reevaluating what does um, my connection with God, what does spirituality, right. what does religion mean for me now? Because it's no longer this thing of dressing up and going to church right, every right, week. Right. It, that ain't it for me. Um, so I'm not saying like yeah. I'm yeah. done with God and religion, right. but it ain't this thing that it was for the past 33, 34 years of my right. life, right. you know? Oh, I can see that. I can yeah. See that. That's, uh, wow. <laughs> Which kind of brings me to yeah. that question of spirituality versus religion. Ooh. So we yeah. hear a lot that people say like, I'm spiritual, but I'm not religious. Yeah. So how, what, what are your thoughts on that statement and how do you yeah. define spirituality versus religion? Yeah. Um, for me, for me, man, uh, religion and spirituality. Yeah. I've, I've heard people say, you know, I, I consider myself spiritual, but I'm not religious. Um, I, for me personally, I think religion, um, like, in, like to the very core of it, it's always been about relationship and you have to be spiritual to take part in it. And what I mean by that is is because religion is really, it's not just these these rules and things that we're just supposed to follow. It's, it's really God wanting you to be in relation with him. So let me just help you on how to do that. So you have to kind of be, to me, of the spirit to do that. So I kind of see them uh, like in tandem, like they're kind of together. I'm not sure how, I, I mean, I get it when someone says I'm, sp mm -hmm. I'm spiritual, but not religious. I'm not sure if they really, um, if, if they really 
like are understanding what they're mm-hmm. really saying mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. because i think it's become a buzz phrase yeah to say like i'm not necessarily going to church but i kind of have like a connection or i like i believe god's real it's kind of mm-hmm. like i believe god's real though i'm not a part of this set body mm-hmm. so that's what that phrase has kind of become um but i don't think it's all the way accurate mm-hmm. um, yeah yeah that's kind of my take on so when I think about spirituality versus religion first that's okay the statement I'm spiritual but I'm not religious I I used to see it as like a cop-out like people not really um you know they may generally not have an affiliation to religion but it's like this safe statement like yeah i, I don't want to say that i don't believe, believe in god, god. yeah right, so right. i'm just gonna say i'm not religious but but i am spiritual um and, and i still think that for some people it is just kind of like this safe space to be in yeah. like I'm, yeah. i don't have to declare anything but i also don't want to face the stigma of saying that i don't yeah. believe in god but um i think now i i get it like because it, especially in the space that i'm in now where i'm just like not really as tethered to this Mm-hmm. religious concept yeah. um I, I i can understand someone wanting to live in the space of spirituality and not religion how i define it i see religion as the the structure it is simply a way that someone lives their life um i don't look at religion as just specifically about uh like yeah. god and in um you know different faiths and things like that anything could be a religion me going running yeah. every morning right. is my religion right. um i veganism is my religion it's yeah. my lifestyle yeah. um so anything that is your lifestyle your specific things that you do consistently in your life how you structure your life right. is how i see religion spirituality to me is the relationship is the connection it's so if we're talking in the context of faith it is my relationship with god which is not um outlined by any specific rules or or uh, customs or you know things that i'm doing repeatedly it's just my flowing and natural um connection to this spiritual being um to god and so that's how i see the two so when somebody says i'm spiritual but i'm not religious i kind of see someone who um has a relationship with god has their own personal relationship mm-hmm. with god a higher power whatever it is wh- however they term spirituality um but they are not bound by any set of rules or certain structure or within the box of some certain um faith and i think religion gets a bad rap i think people tend to view religion as negatively or as a form of control which in a lot of ways it is but it doesn't have to be so i'm very much a, a very disciplined person i see the value in structure in discipline um so i don't view religion as a negative thing but i think the faith that i grew up in in a lot of ways 
was oppressive and controlling mm. for me. Yeah. And yeah. and so I'm redefining yeah. what religion is for me for now gotcha. as an adult. That's real. And, and you know, just to touch on the how people view it, I remember when we were at um, UCF, uh, I think Brother Micah or something. <laughs> but there were those guys who used to come around with the signs. Mm. Remember that? They used to have those signs in the, in the free speech area mm-hmm. or in front of the union, and they would be like, repent now or you're going to hell or like mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. so if you're in a basically you know our colleges are cities really yeah university yeah. so you're in a city and this city is super concentrated and a lot of people are passing you so all of these young bright minds are just seeing a sign hey if you're gay you're going to hell right. if, you, if you don't repent you're going to hell like and then it's like oh okay that's god like right. you're saying like that's how people see god right. and it's like that's got. I have a, a friend says there are five gospels. Um, there's Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and then there's you. You know, mm-hmm. and you might be the only one that uh, that the people see. So when people are like seeing those people, I can definitely see why mm-hmm. people will want to either sever the cord to right. religion or just have, you know have nothing to do with it. Right. Turn away. And I I get it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Um, so that kind of brings me to yeah. another question. Yeah. Um, so just talk a little bit about the ways that religion has been both helpful, but also harmful in your experience. Yeah, I think, man, harmful, uh, it, man, it's interesting, right? Cause I'm trying to figure out how can religion have like a checks and balance type of system it kind of doesn't because it's it's just like this uh set of teachings that is lived out by certain entities so like when i think of like family or other people that have said things or you know have not lived what we were like we're going to church but like you're different at home or like you know like it's like who religion can't really check them mm-hmm. it's 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 uh because i would say you know what what has hurt me is like inauthentic people you know that's Mm -hmm. one thing of course um people who have painted something that wasn't true Mm -hmm. um but then i can't really charge that to religion you know or maybe i can i don't know but the people who who really live this thing out um that i've seen i've just been like it's been really sad and for me personally, um, especially in regards to hurt, I think when I when I when I graduated too and didn't um, get a placement for that, that was that was pretty hurtful. Especially mm-hmm. with when people lie and they're like, "Hey, we want you to come and like work here," mm-hmm. and they like renege on it and stuff. It's just, it's just it was just like really nasty and ugly. Um, mm-hmm. uh, some other ways as far as. Hurt outside of the people. Mm, I can't really say outside of the people. The people for sure have you know through, through life. Um, but I think that if if religion is like especially the one that we grew up in that specific mm-hmm. religious faith, that specific religious faith, if it's done rightly, it can be such a sweet thing. Like to have people that are really just trying to be together in community. Um, you know helping others with this awesome health message and things of that nature it can be sweet it's just so um muddied um yeah so that was hurtful right and also did you say 
you said and helpful. Helpful, yeah. Um, it's it's I guess helped to give a community, you know. Um, and that's the people again. It's really the it's the people, you know. It's the people. Yeah, it's helped to to kind of give a nice community, um, some a foundation to kind of launch myself into the world from. Um, I've gotten experiences through you know Adventism that. I don't think I would have gotten um, through any other route. Like I knew there was like, since I was young in high school, there was, I always wanted to go to Oakwood. Like even after I graduated from UCF and, I, and having that chance to go to a, uh, a Christian HBCU. I'm not sure if there's other ones out there, like any other Christian HBCUs, let alone an Adventist one. There probably, maybe there is, I don't I know. Think Do you is. think so? Um, yeah, gotta look that up. Um, I, I don't know. Which one? Which one I, you think? I don't know, but I feel you like, think there, like there, should, there probably should be. I feel be. like there should be. Yeah. But I don't know. But, I could be wrong. Uh, but yeah, just that unique, that was so unique to do that. Um, the, the experiences of being a missionary, you know, uh, man, those have been some some really blessed experiences. Uh, working with you, like with the youth, and <laughs> all of those things have really been, been really sweet, um, you know, I, I would say. Uh, yeah, yeah. Those are some some of the ones that have been really good. Um, a friend one time took me to when I recorded. I recorded an album right at a church uh, back in the day, and hey, it was it was through a studio that was at the church that this person took me there, and I was able to record some tracks and stuff like that. So mm. yeah, so I've seen you know some some really bright moments, um, as well as a, a few dark ones. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, with the the ways religion has hurt. I, at growing up and kind of um, you know doing my own personal work, I realized how mm-hmm. much religion has tainted a lot of my views. Like I, I think I I felt a lot of I felt controlled in a lot of ways um, by religion with even like my own self-expression, like mm. feeling like I couldn't have it piercings or I couldn't oh, have oh, yeah. tattoos. Yeah. I couldn't dress a sh- certain way. You had to present a certain way. And if you didn't present that way, that meant that you were less of a Christian than For the sure. rest of us. Um, and that's specifically with the experience in the seven day Adventist church, which was very much about mm. appearances that, and again, I, I also want to, add that not every church is like that um every church has their own culture um seven day Adventism can look different in new york than it does look in in miami florida you know but in my experience i it always felt this pressure to appear a certain way um which wasn't always authentic to who i was as a person um, feeling like I couldn't participate in certain activities because of mm. the Sabbath. And, mm. um, I, and I think about like the uh, op- dance opportunities that I had mm. that I couldn't take because it was, they had a performance on Friday night or they would practice on, you know, during the Sabbath time, yeah. which, you know, at the time made me feel like, oh, if I do this, then I'm a bad Christian or I'm going yeah. to hell. Yeah. Whereas now I would have never passed up those opportunities. And, and then sometimes I think about like, where would I be had I 
been able to take those opportunities. And, and so I felt restricted by religion in a lot of those ways. Um, I saw the hurt that it placed on other people, um, uh, women who got pregnant in the church oh, yeah, and yeah. were removed from their positions, um, not being able to be on the, what do you, what do they call it? The platform, oh, the platform. or yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, not being able to stand in, um, in in front of a congregation or do a reading because they had gotten pregnant at a wet log. Um, I women, the impact on women, like I realize how much shame religion has brought to like our bodies to our views on or on sex, like not being able to like fully sexually express yourself right, or right, right. and not knowing things about my body and things that I want and like because of religion right. brought the sense of shame mm. to that. And so that's something that as an adult, I'm, mm. you know, exploring and, and processing and realizing how much a role religion played into that. Um, and just the feeling, the what I shared about like going to the specific church that I did and and not feeling connected, not feeling yeah. seen yeah. or heard, um, not feeling a sense of identity in those spaces. And that was very that was very damaging to me. That was very spiritually damaging um, for me. So I, I've seen witnessed the hurt that it placed on others. I've personally experienced the hurt of religion. Um, I would say the ways that it has helped is kind of what you were saying about the sense of community so when i did find those um spaces yeah. or people in church that i did connect to and relate to right. um i it, it was very um uh it was great to know that you had those spaces that you could go to um sure. finding churches that were into having open conversation about real life events yeah. that was like amazing to me because it was like this merging of two things that i really love like talking about god and talking about social issues right, um right, right. being able to do the radio show with um uh, what was it padmas padmas oh, church yeah. like that, that was fun that was great. Yeah. It was like my passion and, and God coming together, which is when I feel the most alive. Yeah. Um, so there was a lot of great experience with that, the sense of community, yeah. having the friends that I've made um, yeah. in church and maybe friends that I wasn't always friends with when we were younger, but gotcha. we built yeah. a relationship into our adult age. And those are probably the uh, deepest friendships that I have in my life. Yeah. Um, so that's something that came out of religion or the yeah. structure of religion. So something I appreciate. Um, so I, I think I always will have this like hate love relationship mm -hmm. with religion, but I respect, I, I do respect religion, um, gotcha. for what it's supposed to be. And like you were saying, like it's people, yeah. it's yeah. not, I don't think religion was designed to cause harm. Mm -hmm. um, I think it was made for good and it was made for a reason, yeah. but it's people that yeah. make it bad. So, yeah, you on that. Yes. On that girl. <laughs> <laughs> I receive it. So as, as of your, your life now, yeah. um, actually 
Sorry. I, I just had a thought. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought yeah. about something okay. um, connected to that question with the hurt. And I hate to end on the hurt part. <laughs> but I remember yeah. my, a relative, I'm just going to say a relative mm. that was on their deathbed. Um, and this relative was SDA. Again, I come from a long line of Seminary mm. Venice. Um, this relative was on their deathbed and we mm -hmm. went to go, uh, visit them, you know, before they passed. And the only memory I have of that experience is that relative pointing out to me, making a comment that I had earrings on while they're dying on their deathbed gerard yeah that's crazy and that and at <laughs> the time yeah gerard at the time i don't think i really fully took in the significance of that but when i reflected back on that as an adult because i was younger at that time um i was just like wow you're about to leave this earth and the last thing right It's about earrings. It's to judge me that I have earrings on. Mm. And I don't blame I don't blame them. Mm. It's it's the the bad side of religion, you know, mm. that religion brings this like this judgment. And that's what they were raised in. I don't blame them because that's what they were raised in. And that's what they were taught. And so and that's just an example of yeah. how religion can be so harmful, you know? Yeah. yeah. And now that's like the last memory I have of this person is what they said to me and yeah. judging me. Hmm. <sighs> that, I, that was, I, I was not intending on bringing that yeah, up, yeah, but it, yeah. it, it, it came, hit it yeah. hit me. But go ahead. What were yeah. you saying? No, I was just like, and thank you for just even like sharing that. like. I know that that must have been a, like a hurtful wound. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, especially family, and but it sh it to me it shows how like the the people is really you know the people are the ones who really have given it a bad rap. Yeah. Because even though they've learned to kind of flow it that way, they learned it from a person. Like yes, even yes. even like when you study it out, like jewelry and stuff like that there's it's not it's it's not a salvific thing like it's about salvation it's yeah. not like jesus never says you you can't wear that you know so it's it's like where do we get this idea from and i see okay you want to become a certain type of way and be different from the world whatever whatever but people have just really messed it up and yeah. they've focused on results a lot of the time or what they think results should be and not on that process of, you know, if you're a fruit tree, you know, if you if you want to have mangoes someday, right. you're not just thinking about the mangoes, like you, you're gonna do the process, mm -hmm. you're gonna plant, you're gonna, and it's so sad that those people have really hurt people like yourself, like myself, yeah. you know, yeah. by what they thought was religion. Because right. I think, I'm, I'm gonna just go out, I'm go out on a limb, but just say this, I don't think it was pure religion, what, what um a lot of the people came up in 
my yeah. family, yours, you know, that's not pure religion. The Bible talks about that. Like pure religion is this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they have really like soiled yeah. religion. It's like you know? culture. It's, yeah, people that's add it. culture that's literally into it. the religion. Literally. Which literally. isn't always aligned with their the actual faith. Literally, right. And it's, it's sad because it's just like, I mean, I'm not trying to knock the family member. It's like, man, like you're about to die, and that's right. that's, that's what you're thinking what, about. That's right. You're not that's about, what's like, on your mind. Hey, baby, find your purpose. Like, right. Know that God loves you. Like, like right. that's 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 like mind-boggling to me. Yes. Like, like how? But then it's like I see how. Right. You're, exactly. I see why. Because exactly. someone floated down to you like this, and and that's why I'm you know hoping to stop that flow. You know yes yeah. you know if, if the lord says hey i'm gonna bless you with some kids and stuff like that i'm gonna stop that flow of foolishness i'm sorry so well <laughs> then okay so then that brings us to actually yeah. our closing question yeah, yeah. is so with everything being said with the yeah. journey that we've been on where yeah. do you stand now when it comes to religion spirituality yeah what what's the future look like for you yeah Man, I've been since I've um, you know moved back here uh, to Orlando. I've been asking, you know, God, like, plant me in a place because I I still I like the idea of a group of believers coming together to like make some shifts in the world and help people and because there's so much we can do together, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so I've been asking and praying about that, you know, like where can I be planted, like. I don't just want to go here because I used to go there. I don't mm-hmm. want to just go here because they got something popping going on. Right. Like, you know, like where can I be planted and be used? So for me, when when I see religion and even specifically as Adventism, I still see myself in proximity to it. So I, w- I would still like go and associate, you know, mm-hmm. myself with. Um, and if I find a good community within that or even outside of that, I'm, I'm open to that. Mm-hmm. Maybe growing up, it's like, oh, right <laughs> but out even if it's outside of inventism and i find a good community where christ-centered people are mm-hmm. amen i'm there right so whether it's in adventism or out of adventism that's where i'm kind of at with that with yeah. religion so i'm still going to be following some type of uh, religious movement if you will mm-hmm. you know um but which and where I have to see. I don't yeah. know yet. Yeah. Yeah. Still open. <laughs> yeah. I think that's kind of similar to where I'm at. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to figure things out. Um, yeah. Right now, I'm on this journey of uh, following the path. Like, I'm, me and God, like, I'm in this thing where I'm just been praying uh, every day for God to just guide me mm-hmm. onto where I'm supposed to be like right. this some purpose driven right. like I want to I want to be living I want to be what God has created me yes. to be yes ultimately and I that's just where I'm at like I'm not thinking about nobody's church or whatever going to Sabbath school. I'm not thinking about <laughs> that like right now my thing is just I'm like sorry. God just guide the path whatever that looks like um but I do want to find, I do want to find a church 
but it has to be the right church. I want yeah. a church that feels like home, not just a church that, oh, my friend goes there, so I go there. Or like you said, oh, something popping's happening, yeah. I'm gonna go there. Right. I'm over that. Like, yeah. I want a space where I feel like a member of that community. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not there to be a spectator. I'm there to be mm -hmm. a part of a community. I'm playing a role there. I'm feeling a sense of purpose there. Yeah. Um, and, um, and spaces where open discussions are welcome, topics of real life, current events is also a priority for me. Yeah. So I have my criteria, yeah, the thing yeah, I'm looking yeah, for, yeah. and I'm not going to go to a church unless they fit that. Yeah. Uh, or not, not say I'm not to go. Obviously I have to go there to figure out if they meet the yeah, criteria, yeah. but I'm not yeah, going to yeah, yeah. affiliate myself with a church that is not fulfilling that need and if yeah. i don't find one that does i'm also okay with mm. not going to church because i don't need church to feel connected to god but i do like the sense of community yeah. and being amongst others for sure so that's where i'm at genuine yeah. connection that's what it should be right you know so uh thank you for yeah, joining yeah. in this very vulnerable yeah. conversation. I was not was. planning on crying during this conversation, hey. but I guess that's that's what this is about. That's what it, that's it's what it honest is. conversation. For sure, for sure. Um, so yeah. thank you, yeah. Joffrey. Yeah. <laughs> Do you prefer that I call you Joffrey? No, nah, you know, it's funny you say that because the coming back to the place where I was kind of, I guess, rooted as an individual and I kind of began to find myself, there's people here that they know me as Gerard, yeah. you know, and there's, it's ironically, there's people here that also know me as Joffrey, you know, when I went out different places that they live here now. Mm -hmm. So I've learned that, you know, um, though God was like, like Jacob, I'm gonna change your name. You'll go by your middle name. It mm -hmm. means Joffrey stands for, you know, Jesus over fame and fortune. And I live in the reality of that every day, but it doesn't mean that I'm still not Gerard because mm -hmm. it's, that's just who I am to the core as well. And yeah. even in the Bible, you know, God calls Jacob, Jacob sometimes, Israel sometimes, even after he's like, I'm gonna change your name. So it, I had to wrestle with that for a minute. Like, I'm Joffrey or nah, but it's just like, I'm this dude that just, I'm thankful to be in your presence. I love you. And that's, you know, that's what mm -hmm. it is. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? And whatever you call me, as long as you saying it right, don't be calling me Jeffrey now. <laughs> if you're gonna try a job, don't call me Jeffrey. <laughs> or Gerald. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm with it. All right, well. Uh, that concludes our discussion. Thank you all for tuning in. Yes. Um, definitely add any thoughts in the comments. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, hopefully you will join us on our next episode. Yeah. Blessings. <laughs>